Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. When he turned 40, a C-list character actor turned writer named Taylor Sheridan decided that he wanted to become a screenwriter, and the first three scripts he wrote all were Oscar-nominated, two of them for their screenplay. Today is his first foray into TV writing, and we're going to talk about it right now, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Mmm. <laughs> I feel like that's the only way you could respond to how I know. Song starts. <laughs> mm. it's creepy, Jeff. <laughs> I, just, I sometimes like bluegrass kind of folky music. Are you guys Nickel Creek fans at all? Nickel Creek is not, not really. Like I mean, I like some country to. music. Some country music. Mm. See, I like country, but I love like the folk, like the Oh Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack, oh, maybe oh, kind well, of. I, don't... I know Chris Stapleton. I know Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. He's there good. we go. Well, here's what you guys do know. This is the TV pilot reviews show here on After Buzz TV, where every week we review a new pilot. As I mentioned at the top, this week we're covering Paramount Network's brand new show, Yellowstone, which actually premiered last Wednesday, mm-hmm. when we covered Owns Love Is. But this is a show written and developed by Taylor Sheridan, who is a very well-known writer. We'll get into some of his credentials in a little bit. Before we do that, guys, my name's Jeff. I'm not alone. I'm surrounded by our lovely, I guess, official fill-in now. Oh, yeah. Marie. Hey, guys. I'm Marie. <laughs> and Sam Davidson. Hello, guys. I'm happy to be back. We're happy to have you back. We missed you last week. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and D'Angelo Platt. Yes. Okay. So, as I mentioned at the top, guys, this is a show called Yellowstone. Um, we're going to be covering all of it. Um, we will be reviewing the trailer. We will be talking about the show specifically and even rating the show out of five, giving all of you a very, very thorough look at what we thought of this pilot alone. Real quick, guys, we review pilots. We don't review the whole show. If you guys are really into this show, you might consider reviewing it. But before we dive into anything, I actually want to watch the trailer with you guys. And we'll do a little live trailer reaction. So, Bree, whenever you're ready. Sure, Cowboy Day. You don't act like the man from the stories I've heard. That's the thing about being a grandfather. I get to do all the things I wish I'd done with my children. Sit down. Woo! <laughs> And the things I regret, I get to do different. You were right. They're building a city. Everyone's forgotten who runs this valley. I need you more than ever. You have me. What are you doing here? Same thing I always do. Fixing something you couldn't. Stagnation is death for a town, and the Duttons are the ones killing it. New chief is hungry for a fight. I'm gonna buy your ranch and I'm gonna pull down every fence. It'll look like it used to when it was ours. Just tell me you to fight. Everyone. A man must stand with his people. This ain't checkers, son. This is chess. And you're about to play it with masters. All I do every day is fight for this family. If you were winning, 
I wouldn't be here. I don't regret one sin I've committed. It's the one I'm about to commit that worries me. Mess with my family. I will chop your family tree down. Progress. Can't stop it, John. Watch me. Stone, a new series Wednesday, June twentieth at nine on Paramount Network. Okay, Westerns are made for trailers. Yes, it's a great trailer. <laughs> that was a wonderful trailer. Yeah. That was so intense. Yeah, I know. Okay, so we like the trailer. How do we feel about the show, Sam? Because I know you have a complicated relationship with westerns. I want to start with you <laughs> and my father. No, I'm just kidding. But honestly, though, it's it. everyone thought Kevin Costner uh, used to look like my dad, oh. and uh, it's a. Okay, you and yes, the Western idea, but it's present day. It's you know, it's Montana. It's there's parts of the modern world brought into mm-hmm. it. Um, I am I just my thoughts are my pass or play right now. Yeah, both. All right, yeah. so probably a pass for me, but I could be a play for other people. It was very long. There was a lot of things I liked about it that I probably could have put together and made a 40-minute pilot mm-hmm. that I would have enjoyed. I agree. But it probably would have taken out a lot of the things that are the point of the show, mm-hmm. like the Western aspect of it. So, yeah. <laughs> what did you think, though? Like, what did you... I know you don't like Western, so personally... Hot guys. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm so serious. No, I I'm So, okay, saying. so it's uh, Christian Grey, the guy that played Christian Grey's brother in Fifty Shades of Grey is uh, the lead. And then we Case. have the uh, yeah. American Beauty guy who was just an American Yeah, Luke star. Grimes is the yes. Fifty Shades. And Wes mean, Bentley is American Beauty. Kevin Costner, like, is sexiest. That? Yeah, I mean, he's he like an old sexy, you know? Silver Fox. Hi. Yeah, Never he's a Silver Fox. Um, <laughs> it was it was just, it was cast very well. Attractive. It was a very attractive cast. And you mm-hmm. guys know how I feel about the CW, thus how I feel about attractive casts. Fair enough. It's that good. is fair. That's part of TV, yeah. I think. So. Uh, yeah, I so. don't think I'll be watching again unless I hear it's some crazy, amazing thing in which I would because I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I didn't really, it didn't entice me a lot. That's fair. a seal of approval for you not to hate a Western. That's how I feel. I mean, it yeah. must be good. <laughs> but be it's good not Western. a Western. It's, it's in modern day. Right. A modern Western. That's it's what a, I would call it. Yeah, it's got some yeah. Western feels. Yeah. 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 Elmarie, what did you think? I like, like you said, it was long because mm-hmm. at first I'm like, well, when is this going off? So, do we know if every episode is no. this? Or this was this the was technically episode? the first two. Okay, so it was one of those. Uh, how many episodes? are there? Okay. There's going to be ten, but really nine broadcasts oh, okay. because this counts as one and two. Ten yeah. hours. Because yeah. what I was going to say, as I was watching it, I'm like, okay, the storyline, the plots, everything that this show is talking about, this actually has potential mm-hmm. to be good. And if you are into this type of um, show like westerns it looks like it's kind of modern day cowboy versus indian type of thing um so it may be good i was like where's the drama so towards the end yeah. i felt like we got the drama mm-hmm. and i was yes. like oh okay mm-hmm. so if we kind of deliver that like every time i could see it still may not be for me but i could see how an audience could get into the show if they bring the drama it's kind of like how you were saying with love is mm-hmm. like you need it more grit so if they're gonna bring that grit especially with like you're gonna have all this conflict in this show like really bring the drama so yeah. I think like with another episode or two you'll know if they're really going to bring have that drama there mm-hmm. so yeah. for me it's going to be a pass but I think if you're into this type of genre then it could be a play for other people mm. D'Angelo Platt good analysis um, yeah I know well, I said. think 
I think it's for me. I'm, it's surprising that I'm learning that I like westerns. It's weird because I, <laughs> I never watched them. But Godless, like I was in love with, mm-hmm. and so this is like good. I wouldn't say it's as good as Godless, but um, definitely has the elements that I like, and then the drama at the mm-hmm. end. Um, the hour and a half kind of flew by for me, but again, I like shows that kind of like give me a little bit here and then kind of drag me along. That's like the style I like because mm-hmm. it it, uh, it stimulates me. Um, so it definitely like gave me everything I want. Double play. Okay. I really liked the show, you guys, yeah. which isn't typical for me. I think it's a dude show. I'm it's just going to put it out. I think it's amazing because it's hot guys. Right. Know. Yeah, that's what, that's what kept me interested. Like, oh, hey. I mean, I'm not complaining yeah. about Kelly Riley, who plays the daughter. I think she... Yeah, we're going to get some nice things out of her, I think. Yeah. Oh, um, the daughter, yeah, she's very Yeah, I think mm-hmm. if we're talking about serving face, we're getting it for the guys. We're getting some of that from her as well. Um, I will say, like, I don't think this show quite lived up to its potential. Like, I think, as you were mentioning, mm-hmm. I think both you guys mentioned pacing, I think on one element, a slow unfold burn is good, but I'm not sure we needed every scene in this pilot. Mm-hmm. I think it could have been like an hour long total. Mm-hmm. Um, like this didn't necessarily feel like two episodes of television for me because there was only one climax, yeah. you know. And I think that climax could have been in a one even extended length episode. That being said, I thought it was pretty good. I like Taylor Sheridan a lot. I love Heller Highwater and I love Sicario. And what this writer does. Sicario. Is he like calls back to the conventions of a classic western, mm-hmm. like an, like a 19th century type of cowboys versus Indians western, that kind of iconic Americana, but, but he sets day. it today. So mm-hmm. there will be hip hop, and there will be trucks, mm-hmm. and there will be guns and helicopters, and I think it's so cool. To me, that's why I like his version of a western is because I don't get bored with the history component. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all of that adds up for me a lot, and I think I'm gonna keep watching this show. Yeah. I think this was a good move on Paramount Network. I was reading. It's confusing right now because mm-hmm. they have American Woman, which is so female-driven, and mm-hmm. this, which is so male-driven. But what they're trying to do right now is answer to FX. They're trying to be, create this sort of prestige cable network. Okay. And I think they're not there because FX, everything FX puts out is amazing. But I think this is a step at least in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't a horrible show. No. So yeah. and, I, and I'm like, you know what? If you watch the second episode, let me know how it is. Because yeah. if it's filled with yeah, drama, like, I actually exactly. might go back. Because the trailer, because at, at first I was like, mm. But watching the trailer, there are some things that were in the trailer that wasn't in the first episode that was interesting. So I'm like, I may... Try Come to back. tune in again, yeah. I'm cool. like, but if it's good, I'm gonna wait till you watch. I'll let you know. I'll let you, know. <laughs> you can tell though, like when it, when it, when, whenever a pilot's gonna be an hour and a half, there's always an, you can always say, yeah, they could have took scenes out, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I think they wanted to keep that Western influence right. with it. And the with that, long you, and boring yeah. influence, yeah. Because I was like, just like the all of the how they introduced the characters mm-hmm. and how they kind of like pull it along. And then I guess that second episode, quote unquote, was where the drama happens. And I think yeah. I would assume that that's going to keep happening going forward now that we know every character and their backstory. Yeah. Right. I hope they come to things a little bit quicker because if I wasn't doing the show, like maybe like 40 minutes in, I would have been out. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. okay, what what's happening here? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So it was like, okay, I'm going to watch it because I need to talk about it. So I need to watch it. But it was just too drawn out for me for yeah. my taste it yeah, was too yeah. drawn out and so like for me like every episode they can't draw it out and then boom at the end we need something in the middle mm-hmm. well that's one thing I will say we're gonna dive into more specifics in just a minute guys but I think we have a lot of thoughts it was a 90 minute pilot one thing I did kind of miss is Taylor Sheridan is normally so good at making you feel like it's a slow burn but still having such a quick intense pace to his writing and I almost feel like we could have gotten that. We could have gotten both. Mm-hmm. And I part of this is what I feel like the issue with um, 
you know, these 10 hour long seasons. If you put a movie writer in charge of his first TV show, Mm -hmm. I think maybe he allowed himself to lean into the potential of the format too much. Mm -hmm. And I think that was, that cost the pacing for me. Like, I think he still could learn. Like, to me, if you look at a show like Stranger Things, that has both intensity and a slow burn. That to me is the masterclass of how to pace a serialized show. Mm -hmm. And I think. That could have used more of that. And I think we know Taylor Sheridan can do it because Sicario is a nail-biter through the yeah. whole thing. But it mm-hmm. still has that it's, gritty... Yeah. But, Somebody should have been in the room being like, hey, maybe we should not do an hour and a half. Right. right. I bet you for him it was just kind of like a dream. He's like, I can do like this ten times? Like he I can, can have a really right? long movie? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I know. Because what is this? When we've talked about Netflix shows before and mm-hmm. how and Amazon shows and how they just kind of have this free range they didn't have on networks before. So... What is this Paramount network? It's definitely not Spike TV at all. I think it's supposed to be like FX. Like, they're trying to create the network that's going to win a bunch of Emmys. Like, I feel like that's FX's model is, like, give creators complete reign, which they've done with Taylor Sheridan here. They've He's written and directed every episode. Yeah. Mm. So I feel like, to me right now, this is FX light. Like, it doesn't have quite the same gravitas. Do you feel, though, like... Paramount, it's a it's a little bit of like a white network. I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like, right now it is based on the two shows that we've watched. They're trying to give different commentaries on America, <laughs> like mm-hmm. like American Woman's, like the you know American Woman experience mm-hmm. at that time, like kind of going. Through, I'm using the name in it in my definition, but like you get that. And then so for this, this is also a commentary on America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it is kind of innately white, but like it has this aspect of minority too because there's a woman involved in that. Mm-hmm. And then right. next we get the Indian mm-hmm. story. And so it's I think about that's time. where like. My bad. It, no, this is where it differentiates from FX. Is FX is like a little bit more edgier. Like Atlanta is a mm-hmm. specific type of problem in a specific type of minority group. Like, You're right. So it's kind of. I think FX influences, but like a little mm-hmm. bit divvied off to the left. Yeah. Well, I do feel like it's time finally that white people are represented on screens. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. hear you though. If you, even if you look at shows like Pose or yeah. like Feud, like mm-hmm. Pose is about gay black culture in mm-hmm. New York in the nineties, mm-hmm. and this is you know what like like Trumpy in America is like a real thing that doesn't know I show up on TV. I was reading a lot of people are reacting to this show. Like a lot of like Trump voters are watching this show and they're kind of into it. Sure. <laughs> and we're going to talk about how the critics receive this show, but mm. we'll we'll get there, but I think there are some interesting potential partisan politics mm-hmm. aligned with this show. Let's talk about what the show is for those of you guys listening. Again, one more time, Taylor Sheridan wrote directed every episode. You'll know him for movies like Hell or High Water, um, Sicario, um, Wind River. All of which are Oscar nominated, oh, which is I crazy. Like Wind River was good. I know he's. It's like he's such a wonderkind that at age forty he decided he wanted to become a writer, and these are this is what wow. he's writing, oh, which is dope. it's unbelievable. It gives all this hope. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I mean we're. No, I was gonna it, say but, like, oh, I, but we're gonna get our Oscars. Come yeah. on. Um, but this yeah, is a show basically about one family. Um, this is the Dutton family, and they own the largest ranch in Montana. They're sort of like the Montana elite. I think of um, Dynasty a little bit. I kind of got that little yeah. bit of a feel, too. It's sort of yeah. like the Western version of Dynasty. Uh-huh. And basically, there are three feuding entities who feel that they're entitled to pieces of this land. One of them is a very like privileged housing development company. One of them is a very underprivileged Native American reservation. Mm-hmm. And one of them is Yellowstone National Park. So basically, I'm kind of sensing that the season is going to be about all of these competing enti- mm-hmm. entities feeling entitled to this land. Right. And what's interesting is the Dutton family members each have alliances to different components of these factions who want the land. Mm -hmm. That's what the show is. So now we're going to get into our spoiler territory, guys. It is coming right now. So if you don't want to know anything, this is the time to tune out. out. 
we have a spoiler alert. Boop! There it is. Spoiler <laughs> alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Okay, Spoiler so I think alert. the first thing I want to talk about is, I guess, characters and performances. Let's start with Kevin Koss. How do we feel having Kevin, Kevin Costner back on screen? I liked it. I think he, he was doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, good old Kevin. Yeah. Like, you know? It's kind of a familiar so, face. Yeah. I liked it, um, but I also just wanted... It was just a watered-down version of Kevin Costner to me, and the not the parts that I like about Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. I like it when... Kevin Costner is, you know, caught off guard and randomly romantic and, you know, really has a deep soul and isn't just short and curt with people. But I thought this was his show and I'm like, okay, it's not his show. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, it's very familiar with Kevin Costner, like you said, but it's not his show. So, Mm -hmm. like, he's, I think he's just going to be a familiar face that we can, like, go do look at and see that he's mm-hmm. going to do something that we expect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. He's sort of almost the audience surrogate because yeah. really yeah. his children are the more interesting components mm-hmm. to their family. Right. So let's talk about these kids. I'm actually liking Luke Grimes's case. He's the 50 shades of gray Sam just in case you need yes. an image. Um, <laughs> Always. To me he, of the four children, well, RIP. Of the three children. Oh, spoiler. Yeah. Well, we're there. We already He, Luke Grimes' case, Dutton, is my favorite of these three. Well, I think okay. he's supposed to be. For sure. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. he is our protagonist, because we're essentially, I think, seeing everything through his eyes, more mm-hmm. or less. Yeah. He's the only likable person so, so far. Really. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's one interesting thing about this show is, I he's really the only character I identify with. Because everyone else, there's not a lot of likable characters on this show. (laughs) A lot of rich, entitled characters Mm -hmm. on this show. Mm -hmm. Speaking of rich and entitled, I want to talk about Kelly Riley as Beth Dutton. Because as the only female character in this show, I can see what Taylor Sheridan is trying to do. But I didn't find her to be terribly interesting. No. What did you think, Elmarie? Same. And just like the trailer, there was a line like, you mess with my family, I'll cut your whole family tree down. But it was like, meh. Like, that line should have been powerful. Like, I'll cut your whole family tree down. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was like, so, so, like, Let's I put didn't you really. In the show, damn. So, I just feel like she didn't really deliver that line. And then watching the pilot, I just felt like, meh, about her. But she is supposed to represent, like, this strong woman, the woman that's, you know, around all of these men. And she has to hold her own. But I'm just, it, she kind of falls short, in my opinion. That's yeah. interesting yeah. because that's why I liked her. Was that, like, I mean, well, she's not the only female character, but she has, like, a really major role in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I liked her because it wasn't like she was like this frail like person. Like she's the person that's kind of the muscle of the family, which is pretty yeah. dope. Yeah, and I, yeah. I believed her, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's she's supposed. I don't. I don't really believe you her as believe a her. muscle. Mm. No, I um, I don't think it was maybe the best casting. In I don't all, either. In all mm-hmm. honesty, and and maybe it, it wasn't even the best hair. I know that sounds silly. But um, there was something when she was delivering her lines, I just didn't believe her. But in my head, I pictured somebody fantastic doing it. I thought the writing was really strong. Mm-hmm. And it, she did an okay job. She didn't do a bad job. Well, yeah, that's what's interesting is I will say I noticed I could hear right away that she was not an American actress. I don't know if you guys caught that. Mm. She sounded mm. weird. Yeah, She's British. <laughs> I didn't and know. like as in, in the UK, she's won Lawrence Olivier Award. She's a very well-respected actress. Mm-hmm. But... I'm not sure how much American work she's done. I haven't seen her much. And I will say, I sort of sensed, this is all speculation, that not only an American portrayal, but this specific, like, Montana portrayal maybe got in her head a little bit. I feel like Mm -hmm. I saw her being in her head. And I will say, I don't even love this character because 
we covered that show, The Break, with Michelle Wolf a couple weeks ago. Mm. Remember that sketch about strong female character? Yeah. Mm. I was like, this this is that character. Just like, I'm an angry businesswoman, and you can pound me on a dresser, but I won't say your name. Just like that (laughs) kind of... I didn't find her to be super interesting. (laughs) I was like, oh, you're the same... I've just seen this, like... She should have had a bob is the only difference. <laughs> if, if I were to be so, like, she's the yes. character. A bob is fierce. Right. I but I was like, I just don't find her to be... Just because she's an angry businesswoman doesn't necessarily make her interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I almost feel in a way the director, whomever was whispering into her ear, like, be an American bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? She's like, okay. Yeah. And yeah, it was... Uh, but I, again, I thought some of her lines were really, really good that mm-hmm. she said. So it was disappointing a little. Yeah. yeah. The writing is amazing, yeah. but she, like I said, just don't feel like she's really delivering. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the only character we have really left to talk about, well, there's a couple, but let's start with Wes Bentley. I know him from American Beauty. I'll always know him from American Beauty. How do we feel about him playing Jamie Dutton, the lawyer slash aspiring politician? I don't know if he's normal enough. Yeah, I know what you mean. Hmm. Because he always plays these weird offbeat characters, and it's and I was expecting the character to be odd and offbeat, but I don't think he's supposed to be. Not mm-hmm. yeah, maybe not yet. Maybe because uh, maybe that's why they cast yeah. him. I don't know. I was interested. Oh. Uh, no, well, well I was just gonna say because I haven't really seen a lot of his past work, so yeah. I didn't have that to go off of. It was like a fresh introduction to him, so he. Seemed to fit the part to me. That's actually interesting though, because me and you, like, we're judging some. We're not judging their performance. Like, we we are, but we are judging who he usually is, and it's affecting mm. our. Because he really did a fine job. He did a fine job. It can be hard though. I mean, it, for me, a role that iconic is Ricky Fitz in American Beauty, and I will say that's one of my favorite movies. It's me a too. movie like I rewatch. Oh yeah. And he plays like a crazy person in that movie. And he also um, then went crazy in real life for a long time, yeah. and then just oh. got his comeback a couple years ago in American Horror oh. Story. I think my issue isn't so much with him, but just in general, I don't really believe that these people are siblings. Like, you were just talking about the hair. We have a mm-hmm. blonde one, a redhead, a black-haired, <laughs> and a brown-haired kid. And that did kind of affect my ability to see them as a family. True, mm. I agree. Because oh, yeah. it took, cause well, I, I'm not going to lie, sometimes I was in my phone, and so I had to start to put things together I'm like oh oh you guys are all, oh right. okay but looking at like you said kind of with casting it's like y'all don't really mesh well to look like siblings I think I was with you I would have been with you until like that scene where they were like together playing fishing and all the time yeah. mm-hmm. well kid. the boys at least yeah the boys yeah. the boys specifically because I think they're playing up that they look different because they all kind of chose a different part of their dad good point or were rejected from their dad yeah, yeah. so I think that's why they were playing up why they look different mm-hmm. but um they could have different moms oh that's and interesting and that's another variable as well huh. so when we don't know what actually what happened I think the mom died or something so yeah, no. it's a very good point, though. It's There's something strategic about that casting if we need to see them as independent. Yeah. One thing I did like a lot was outside of this family, a lot of this casting is pretty diverse and a lot of unknown faces. Mm. And if I'm watching a show like this especially, I sometimes like don't recognizing the actors. I felt I saw familiar faces. Right. Did you? I actually, it was yes. the opposite. It was a lot of familiar faces. Jacob's father from Twilight. Oh, see? <laughs> right? I'm not going to know that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> But that's fair. I just maybe some of these, 
Maybe like some of this Native American casting I was here for. Because yeah. I feel like we don't get roles for Native American we, actors yeah. a lot. No. Yeah. So yeah. that's cool. I agree. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I remember in Godless, it was like one kid that was like Native American. He wasn't very really a good actor. Yeah. So I'm glad that they got good actors in this situation. Yeah. yeah. Well, and in this show, I feel like in most shows, it's like there's one Native American person. Mm-hmm. But in this show, what is cool, and I'm not sure I love how they're being portrayed, but there is a whole community mm-hmm. of Native American. It's a reservation. So mm-hmm. like it is just objectively exciting to see casting it seems like at least authentically trying to approach mm-hmm. and cast a community of Native American actors. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little stereotypical and heavy-handed. Yeah. And then there was this one moment, and I was watching it on my laptop today, and, okay, so I was on the toilet. It's fine. So it's I'm fine. watching it on my, like, I have a little place I put it. It's fine. <laughs> and, and, and it was when they, like, zoomed in on uh, Jacob's father's face, whatever, the one that's the head, the one that grew up Mexican, thought he was Mexican, but he was Native American, and he just stared at the camera, and it's like, oh, that's too bad. They lingered for a long time. And I was like, god damn it. I mean, this is not good. Yeah. Um, TMI, guys. Sorry, it's been a long day. (laughs) No, it's all right. I hear you. I think... Again, I'm, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt because I think, like, broad characterization can be common for a pilot. I'm mm-hmm. hoping maybe we see more Shades of Grey as we continue. <laughs> um, but, oh, I just heard it. Yeah. Yes, more I thought ambiguity. you did that for me. <laughs> I did. I did it for you, Sam. <laughs> more ambiguity as we continue. Um, but in general, I think these performers are doing a nice job. To me, though, the writing is what really stands out. Mm-hmm. Definitely. If we're talking about like the iconic lines of American cinema, there will always be these really dramatic, almost poetic lines in Westerns. And you had a lot of moments where the characters will say things like, cities are the sunsets of civilization. And like that stuff, I'm just like here for. You know? <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel about the writing overall, but... No, writing overall, like I said earlier, I think it was amazing. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. The thing that stood out to me the most was probably the, the Native American growing up Mexican and like uh-huh. how that was supposed to like help him in a way. So I think that was kind of insightful to like the Native American experience. Now I don't know who wrote mm-hmm. that. I don't know if it was Native American or white person, but for me, I was like, oh man, I never even thought about something like that. Mm-hmm. Right, it's pretty cool. I really hope the show leans into those themes and not just because one the one bummer I will say. Let's talk themes in this show. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish our in wasn't the rich white family. You know what I mean? Mm. Because like I care much more about the Native Americans mm-hmm. community. Not when they're acting like jerks. Though. Well, that's the other thing is I'm like, what an interesting choice to not make them the noble heroes. Well, that's why people well, that like Trump are. probably like the show. Well, I don't know. I mean, I sort of applaud the show for not just everyone's multi-dimensional, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like I think maybe you could almost argue the one-dimensional version of the show was if the whole community was universally heroic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But I guess it's like, because with sometimes with movies or shows like this with the hero, they are sometimes a little bit, they're fighting, but they're a little bit timid. And, you know, it's like they're the nice guy. But in this situation, I can no longer be nice to you mm-hmm. because you guys have stolen our land before and now you're trying to do it again. It's right. like the Malcolm so, X approach. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We tried Martin Luther King. Right. And now we're all, <laughs> now mean, we're all Michael. It's Malcolm fair. X. That's a fair point. <laughs> History does repeat itself, you guys. It, it keeps on happening over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Um, but here at AfterBuzz, we're doing a lot of really cool stuff as well. And uh, we produce after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows from drama, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There's no network that works harder to serve television fans. But now we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. 
Besides helping us a ton, here is what is in it for you. It caters specific content you already like directly to you. It brings your favorite after shows so you don't have to seek them out. And it suggests content from other channels or podcasts that might interest you. Subscribing to our YouTube channels will also help you discover new shows we're sure that you will love. Since you already turned into our OG AfterBuzz TV channel, and we do a lot of other shows here, like one-on-one in-depth interviews, lots of original content like we're doing right now. We review pilots every single week, so it's a bit different. But you might also be interested in some other channels, like the Drama Channel. On the Drama Channel, we have some good stuff going on this summer. The Affair, which is awesome. Love Is, which we covered here last week. Queen of the South and 13 Reasons Why, which mm. I am on. You guys, it's there's a lot of good content here this summer. And remember, we also have other channels for other genres, too. And please don't be shy about subscribing to them. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be. They are optional. It's easy. Just hit that subscribe button right now for an even easier AfterBuzz experience. And if you let us know that you did that in the comments, we will shout you out live on the air. Thank you guys for being the best fans, and we promise to continue to do our best to serve you. I will say, I used to be wary of subscribing because I didn't want to get spammed by YouTube, but you you can turn off those notifications. Mm -hmm. So, honestly, I just get recommended shows and channels I love, and I'm amazed. Yeah, it really helps. Because, like, I subscribe, like, I'm on Black Ink Crew Chicago, so I go to reality, and it's right up there so I can copy my link, blast it out to everyone, where before... I literally would have to type in like kind of the whole title mm-hmm. to get yeah. to our show and things like that. So now it's so easy, guys. Mm-hmm. It's subscribe. It'll only help you and it'll only help yep. us. <laughs> um, okay, so I had something. Oh, I don't know if I've seen a more beautiful looking show on television this year. <laughs> what about Godless? Godless. Yeah, that's fair. Godless. the other Western. <laughs> I, need to, I feel like I need to check out Godless. You guys are trying to. I, I think I you know. would actually really not like no. it. Okay. That it was so they're hot guys, though. Was that Netflix? No, not as hot as the. It's that's why women. I like the show Godless. better. Never mind. Netflix is Godless, yeah. yeah oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a kind of feminist show, but it's not. Women don't love it. Anyways, we talked about it. But I will say, it's kind of like Godless, but I also love, like, I loved all the livestock and the wildlife. How did you guys feel about getting a cattle birth up close? It was a bit much. It was a bit much. I was going to talk about the stampede. Like, yeah. I'm from the Lion King era, so it gave me anxiety. <laughs> it made me nervous. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> That's no. fair. I like, though, again, Taylor Sheridan's like ability to make it, on one shot, you'll feel like you're in the 19th mm-hmm. century. Mm-hmm. Then on the next shot, you feel like it's today. Yeah. So yeah. I love that juxtaposition. It was a good twist. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't bad by any means. Right it was enough. it was pretty good. I just yeah, I don't know if I loved it. And mm-hmm. one of uh, the guys, I oh God, what's his name in real life? The one that died, I forget the brother. His name. I've been oh, a fan oh. of his for a He's long time. Favorite. Dave and uh, Dave Annabelle. Yeah, they killed him real quick. So that was, yeah, that was sad. I made the huge mistake. I was trying to keep up with these characters, and I was like, okay, these are all the siblings. And I was like, wait, there's one more sibling. Where is he? And I was looking uh, at the cast list. Then I saw recurring, and uh, I was like, he's going to die today. I just knew it. <laughs> Flashbacks, knew it. though, maybe? Maybe flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know that there's going to be a young John Dutton, which is interesting. So oh. we'll get flashbacks of even the dad. I bet you okay. he's hot too. <laughs> I think he's maybe a I will nine tune in year again. old actor. Stop. I actually made that up. I don't know. Why did you do that? Okay. Interestingly, this show did pretty well in the ratings. Critics didn't love it. Audiences are here for it. Mm. Yeah, I, like so, I, I can see how not. Yeah, I can yeah. See it. 
What's interesting is about 47% of critics like this, according to Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of audiences are saying, like, they just, they don't like the complicated dynamic between the underprivileged and the privileged people. They don't like seeing Trump's America on television. So a lot of people think that it might be the leftist bias in Hollywood critics that aren't liking the show. Mm. Mm. I don't know. It's a good show. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of liberal and I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. I, for me, like once I realized, because like just watching it because I didn't watch the trailer, I really didn't know what I was getting into when I turned it on, and I'm like, we're really gonna just keep referring to them as Indians. Um, but yes. one, as I continue to watch, but like, okay, I kind of get it because it has that Western feel. It is the whole Cowboys versus Indians thing. So I guess for entertainment purposes, I will be okay with it mm-hmm. and just watch, you know, kind of with more of an open mind. So. Um, and the fact that they are addressing certain issues with that, it's not like they're running over it or, you know, trying to sweep it under the rug if it mm-hmm. was, you know, supposed to be Trump's America on TV. So I'm okay with it. Like, it wasn't, a, to, in my opinion, it wasn't offensive or anything like that. So I think it's a show, a show you can enjoy if you are into that genre, like I said earlier, into westerns and things like that. Yeah, I think you can also see what they're going to do. Like, they're playing up how different all these sides are, and mm-hmm. you're going to kind of see how similar they are in the end because they're all kind of willing to go however far they are to get their agenda done. So yeah. mm-hmm. I, I think I see that as the agenda already. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I like they're that. all fighting for something that's important to them. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, about three million people watch this pilot, which wow. for that's a, a premiere cable, like a premiere on a cable network, is actually pretty good. How did they mm-hmm. even know where to find it? Is I my know. question. Good question. Yeah. I wonder if they, I mean. I, maybe the writer carried them to the show. Again, maybe a lot of Trump's America likes seeing a Western. But I was... That's, and Kevin Costner, I mean... Big name. Yeah, yeah big, Kevin Costner, name. you're yeah. right. And a bit misleading because he's just really a boring jerk. <laughs> in real life? <laughs> no. In oh, in the show, I, mean, I know. I actually have no idea, but not in my dreams. I hear you. <laughs> I, I do think, though, that probably fares well for the show. Definitely. I mean, I think... I would guess we're going to see season two of this show. Mm. Yeah. I would say so. Um, other shows that you guys would compare this to? Uh, Godless. Godless. <laughs> Bl- uh, Bloodline. Yeah. I didn't even watch this, but I feel like, what was it, the McCoys? Versus oh, Hatfields the- v. Yeah, McCoys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think maybe a little bit of Dynasty. If you like the bit. theme. Yes, a little, a little bit, bit of Dynasty like as well, the yes. old Dynasty. Yeah, not the Not, the, sound, not, but, yeah, not but, the I also heard Thrones in Montana pitched, which I can kind of see. <laughs> All right, Montana. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so I think, you think, is this not a miniseries? Like, no. I, does this not have a in conclusion? I think they're hoping to renew. Oh, so we'll okay. see. Um, quick out of five, you guys. Uh, 3.5, though. Cool. I'm at 3.5. Uh, 3.0. You're four. I'm going to say four. I agree with you, D'Angelo. You guys can come after me or what? <laughs> they, you said the same number as me. So. <laughs> I was sort of like a four <laughs> every week. Um, well, I guess we should make our way out, guys, Probably. with that. Okay. This has been TV Pilot Reviews, guys. Today we covered Paramount Network's brand new show, Yellowstone. I'd be very curious to hear what you guys think in the comments because I think this has the potential to kind of be a dark horse buzzy show and if you're interested in an after show I know right now interest at the network isn't necessarily burning for the show but your comments do mean a lot to us and if we see tons of people interested we'll spread the word and we'll get some of our hosts to watch Um, so let us know in the comments if you want to see an after show my name everyone is Jeff if you guys want to find me online you can do that at Jeffrey C. Graham and if you like action tune in this Friday to my table read show we'll be reading a feature length action comedy it's hilarious and very Warm. <laughs> I'm El Marie, guys. You guys can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at El Marie TV. And you guys can also catch me here Mondays for Basketball Wives and on Wednesdays for Black and Crew Chicago. 
And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram, and SamDavidsonEntertainment.com. And I'm D'Angelo. You can hit me up on Twitter at D'AngeloTV or on Instagram at D'Angelo. Got some cool IGTV content for you guys if you want to check it out. And also, I'll be here next Wednesday. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next year. Do next soon. week here on Everybody's <laughs> TV. Next year. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.